0: Welcome to the Shatterproof Entrepreneur. I'm your host, Scott Reeb. Here we merge faith and business to empower you to build a shatterproof business. Discover the secrets from top entrepreneurs for a business that's not just successful, but also spiritually grounded. Join us for a journey of faith-driven success and start building an unbreakable business legacy today. Welcome back to the Shatterproof
1: Entrepreneur. Today
0: is a great day and we have a special guest, Dr. Ken Rashawn.
1: Ken, welcome to the show. I am so excited to be here, and thank you, Scott, for having me. Yeah,
0: Well, Ken, I could not do justice to an introduction for you, so tell the listeners kind of who you are and what you stand for.
1: Well, we were, as you remember, twin brothers when we were born, Scott, and we were separated at birth, and here we are today, uh, both <laughs> really good things in the world. So who I am, first and foremost, is a dad to an amazing child, a son who is really becoming a game changer and a future leader, which I had identified him as when he was born. And I, I'll i just say yeah. to the audience, when you think of your son or your daughter as an identity of greatness, you actually parent that way. So it's pretty good. I am an author of 47 books. Uh, my son has caused me to think about doing a book a year. So magically on August 5th, I don't know how this is happening, Scott, but I have a feeling you and I are doing a book. I am going to have 60 books for my 60th birthday. I have 13 books to go. And I'm a publisher. We are a publisher that actually creates impact for our authors and I'm a world traveler. So I love to travel and, and do photography.
0: Wow. Okay. I see why I couldn't do it. That's awesome. <laughs> and you and I met at a mastermind about a year ago, I guess we we're uh, in Vegas where you said you're headed soon. When you said you're a publisher. You're also, I know that you're a photographer and then you have an alias that I want to explore a little bit. And that's gonna kind of when I met you was like, you had this card and you're like, hey, I'm going to take your picture. They call you
1: Dr. Smiley. So what's that all about? I will say that, but I have this rule, if you don't mind obliging me with this rule, is that we weren't just at a mastermind. We were at JR Spears, uh, Business Leaders Network Mastermind. And the reason I want to say that, Scott, is people like JR, he brings people like us together. Oh, yeah. And... We've not only met each other at a mastermind, but we keep meeting each other at JR Business Leader Network events. And I'm just so grateful that I got to meet you through that. And that particular mastermind was not JR's now that I recall, but JR caused me to meet you because he brought, right. me so he brought me as a guest. But then we met each other at other events because JR, when he sees great speakers and leaders, he brings them to his masterminds. So that's pretty cool.
0: It is. And
1: he is such a great connector and a good friend to both of us. Yes, he is. So back to the question. Dr. Smiley is uh, not my birth name. Roshan is my birth name. I guess it's Canadian French. And I've been called the connector previously to me having this lovely smile card. And it was because I was like JR. I like to connect people and watch the magic happen. Because it's really cool when you're a third party endorser of somebody. Because what happens is you become the recipient of, hey, wasn't it nice of him to connect just like we did for JR right now? So when I got the smile card, they started calling me Mr. Smiley. And I said, you know what? During the pandemic, while I have no business, (laughs) no clients, I mean, it was just really tough. I decided to go get my doctorate and I got my doctorate in philosophy. And I said, you know what? There's only one name I can think of after this, and it's Dr. Smiley. I've been called Mr. Smiley enough. It's time to be called Dr. Smiley. So sometimes people think Dr. Smiley is a, a nickname and that there's no PhD after it, but I did the work and um very proud of the studying and the opportunity I had during the pandemic. My son became an author during the pandemic. I became a doctor. And most importantly, I had a new way of thinking about business. I mean, when you had that pandemic and you lose everything, you have to restructure and you also have to rethink everything. And so... Things like this have happened because of that.
0: Yeah, and so you showed the card. What do you do with the card and what's the significance of it?
1: So some people think that this card is something I'm kind of throwing at them and saying, hey, will you hold this? I'd like to take a smile shot, but I'm as clear as I possibly can be that I'm giving the card to people that are inspiring me because they have positive energy. They're a leader that makes a positive difference. And I just want to show the world that I connected them by honoring them with a, a smile card. On the back of the smile card, it says our mission, which is... We amplify goodness. So when I see someone that's doing good things in the world, I just can't help myself, and I go over. And you recall, I kind of was chasing you around the mastermind, and then I got you again in another mastermind. But the thing about that is, I make these lovely books, and there you go. I have one handy here, and it is it's books that have all these really cool people. There's our Star Trek guy, and that's the guy from the Turtles. Yeah, you know, Happy, happy Together, isn't that fun? And you wouldn't believe the people I have met, Ty Lopez. I'm about to meet Robin Sharma, you know, the guy, the monk who left Ferrari. I'm meeting him Saturday. And then there's Quincy Jones and Brett Michaels. I think I might have... I do. I have this book, and I believe this is the first round. This was the prototype. So that's right. the new book has you in it. It was missing probably about 20 or 30 people because I just had to get the book out real quick. But I will send you that book when it comes out next week. It comes out. uh, And what it does is, you know, when you go to an event and you're getting business cards and you're getting conversations, it's just kind of overwhelming. And you're euphorically in denial that all this could happen. And then you get home and you get your list of things you didn't do, the list of things your wife yeah. needs to do, the, the list of things that your EA did for you. I mean, everything is just piled up and everything that happened at the mastermind or whatever event you were at has to be shuffled off into a stack or shuffled into a digital forgetability, right? And so- I have found that these books help me remember the people I met and their names, and I rekindle conversations, and you would not believe how many things have happened that make my phone really a conversion tool.
0: Yeah, and you a little bit different, but you carry two phones, as I recall.
1: Yes, I do. I carry a phone that I can give the number to anybody, and then once I find that I want to work with them, I give them my client phone. And this is actually not really a client phone. It's really an inner circle phone because it's my family, yeah, yeah. my family, friends, partners, and clients. I love the idea. I don't know anyone else that does that, but it makes total sense. Well, I had a gentleman that gave me the idea for the idea. His name is Ray Perez. And he says, yep. I have two phones. I have one phone for me that stays in my pocket. I have another one. I just hand to someone and say, get me social proof, videotape everything. And what he's doing is he's saying, I don't care if this phone is not with me. I heard the idea and I said, you know what? This phone has 26,000 people and it's it's just, it's a treasure box I can never get to. Mm-hmm. I said, I want to get a focus phone. And a focus phone okay. is where you say, I met them here and there's so many notes with each person. And I did it, I did it, believe it or not, Scott, I did it one at a time, 10 a day. And it is insane, but this is the truth. These were hand done because I didn't want to have a duplicate of that nightmare. Right now, to, as of today, 12,435 and it had only one. On January first of last year, so that
0: is crazy, and yeah, I'm blessed to be in that number, yes, you are and you're not using that. It's not like you're gathering those and then like you're text marketing to us
1: no and and I'm not going to give away personal information about you, but I do want to show you that's how extensive the notes are in the section, so I can tell yeah. you that we were at the BLN mastermind, I can tell you when your birthday is, I can tell you that you're in you're in this book right here, yeah. so if I go to November third now this may be an older edition, it is you're next to good old Matthew McConaughey in the new, since these books cost so much to produce, I bring one, I just have a tatter toward one, but you are in the new one. Again, anyone that I uh, show a book to, I tell their audience, they can have the books for free. All they need to do is reach out to you or reach out to me. And i give them the books for free. They're eBooks, of course, but they are, they're handy. And then the other thing I can tell you is that we have zoomed together and it was uh, the next gen, just to give a little shout out. It was the next gen mastermind that we were and so, I like to give props because without people that are visionaries, we actually don't get the assemblance of ideas. We don't get the assemblance of community, and we don't have the filter of causing greatness to happen.
0: Yeah, and that was next year was was Travis uh, Brady's mastermind, and I told him at the end of it that the group that he had assembled it was just amazing. Jr. being one of them, you being one of them, it was just there were some really high level people there just attending, and then the speakers were awesome, and the connections man, it was great that if you're listening and haven't ever been to a mastermind, Travis does a great one. And then JR with the Business Leaders Network has a great event and a great community that if you're looking for that, couldn't recommend it enough.
1: Well, I'll just say for your audience and for me going there, I believe I'm speaking there and it's April 14th through 17th. So anyone that wants to meet lovely people like Scott, myself, and JR, this is a great event. Uh, I don't... Have a lot of information handy because I wasn't prepared for this, but I believe it's in Arizona, April fourteenth through seventeenth. He has about three big events a year. They're uh, branding focused, they're uh, monetization focused, they're strategy focused. Yeah, exactly.
0: Okay, so you're into the publishing
1: world. It's perfect publishing. Is that your? It is, and you know this is this is quite the day for me because it's the first time I'm showing our new look. Can I show you our new look? Yeah. We just got this new look literally Sunday, and I am proud to say this is how you're going to see me from here on out.
0: Ooh, I like that, Ken. Yeah. The idea of
1: it is the two Ps are two different colors because it shows that we will will work with all of humanity, and we are looking for people that want to make a difference in the world as a king or a queen, someone that really will play big.
0: So what's the importance of books? I mean, I understand you make money doing them, but you're not doing anything just to make the money.
1: So why books? Well, if I can backtrack and even say how hard it was and how scary it was to do my first book, which was a year after I promised my mom on her deathbed in 2008 that I would would do my book. And then 30 some years, I said, after reading Tom Sawyer and loving Mark Twain and loving other authors, I said, I want to do a book. It's so important to do a book, you know. And then my mom got a, a dementia, three years of caregiving. I just said, you know what? Life is so precious. You can't keep putting off what you say you're going to do. You got to do it. So I got the book out. It was a tragedy. I mean, it was financial upside down, probably $23,000 lost. And I scratched my head and I said, this is like the worst joke I could have. You know, God, I think you told me to do this. Why'd you tell me? And what I came to kind of, I guess, decipher was this is what people experience. If you don't know what you're doing, you're going to lose money. And if you don't know what you're doing, and by the way, your agreements are so vital. If you don't know how to read an agreement and know what you're getting, you probably have an upside down roi or no roi i mean it's just insane yep. so i i got the message and i'm glad i got the message cuz i could easily said this isn't for me and i repaid roughly about $4000 to make it a book that i could market and i eventually over 5 years sold 8000 copies i got my money back but more importantly i had people coming to me and saying show me how to do it and after helping roughly 10 people i opened a publishing company and what i found was not to put down anyone that's in the publishing business, but the publishing business is not really known for creating ROIs and our company focuses on ROI. And we do it with three phases that are beyond publishing. So most publishers, I think you'll agree, they give you a book and they say, hey, your book is done, here it is, here's your baby and good luck. And they're not saying, bye, I hate you. They're just saying, we did our job, we did our job. And what we say is something kind of close to that. You'll like this- (laughs) So same guy, very short. And I'm actually hoping to live with him during the Super Bowl season because uh, Las Vegas flights are so expensive. If you get there three days early, they're palatable.
0: Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> and also the flights are almost not even available. It's yeah. almost unavailable flights. Yeah. So if you have a book and you give it and you say, good luck, that is, you did your job. But what we do is we say, here's your book. Now let's get going. Now it's time to start. And it's a two-year process we do of actually bringing them to 50 cities, taking the jumbatrons in New York, taking the Library of Congress. And what happens is, the adventure, the experience, the tribal community of authors actually cause a tipping point. Hmm. And if you're a speaker and you're making, I don't know, 5,000 or 10,000 of speaking engagement and you can only get maybe one job a month, you kind of know what your income is. But if you had a book working to get lots more conversations, those conversations at some points convert and you get better actually at how you convert them because you're talking more, you're getting better at really connecting what your value proposition is. So- We've seen people like JR, for instance, he'll give his book to 300 people at a mastermind level and he'll have, you know, a dozen conversations. And if your price point is in the 50K range, you're pretty happy when you're converting a decent percentage. And so I just like working with people like you where conversation is more valuable than a $10 bill from the book, which Mm -hmm. is what you're left with. When you sell a book for $20, you're left with roughly $10 profit. Right.
0: Hey there, it's Scott Reeb, cutting in for a quick moment. If you're enjoying the podcast and finding value in our discussions, you're going to love the Access Plan. It's designed for entrepreneurs like you offering unlimited legal advice without the worry of high hourly fees. With the Access Plan, you can get the legal support you need at a flat monthly rate so you can focus on growing your business with confidence. Head over to reeblaw.com forward slash access to learn more and join Access Now and get busy shadowproofing your business. Now let's get back to our amazing guest. So yeah, just kind of recap. I mean, you can make some money selling books, but it's a long. That's a long game. Yes. The better use of it is to make it a tool for leverage, so that you can have more and better qualified conversations. Hundred
1: percent. If you have a high ticket offer, you're right. If you don't have a high ticket offer, it might not might not work as well. It might not. And by the way, when, when we're attracting people that have high ticket, what happens is we're actually causing a referral system for them because people are starting to see that high ticket is the way to go yep. with perfect publishing. And so we become a lot more successful at helping people get their money back because you're really down on average, I'd say 25,000. You're down when you get the book. And by the way, when you have a baby, and you've gone through all the fertility and you got to pay the bill for the hospital, it's kind of a a similar bill. It could actually be way more high. It depends what your insurance is covering. But my point is when you're creating something that's going to cause a legacy, cause impact and be part of your life, you need to make a decision. Are you really committed to it after it's born?
0: (laughs) Yeah. And on this show, we're, we're about building shatterproof businesses and lives and building unbreakable legacies and having a book. And I'm, I'm at the end stage of a book and had already started before we met, right? And so I was working with someone else, but it's something that if you've got a business and especially if you have a high ticket offer, you should really consider doing a book. Everyone has one, at least one in them is my belief. Uh, Ken, if they wanted to do a book with you, how would they reach out to you?
1: We have uh, the perfectpublishing.com and then my number here is the 202 Okay. And we'll grab that and put it in the show notes. But there's no one better
0: at helping you write the book, get the book done, which is a big feat in itself. But then if you want to let the world know what you've done, it's been fun watching Ken do this with other authors. And I've got friends that he's done books for and watching them be up on the big screens at Times Square and all that stuff is really cool. So I I would encourage you to reach out to Ken if you considered doing a book. I had my book outlined for two years and didn't act on it until I took the step and just hired somebody to help me do it. Because once you put some skin in the game then suddenly you get that book
1: done. I'd like to just interject with your book and anybody who's an expert but your book in particular can you imagine having, you know, 5000 conversations how much time that would take but you can hand a book to somebody and you can hand the audible to them and you can hand the ebook to them and they can search and when they read and you help them what they end up saying is he knows how to help me. I'm just going to hire him because I now know he can help me. Right. So a book does two parts. It talks about who the person is to inspire you that they are committed and they are purpose-driven and they're integral. And the second part is it shows that they have results, that people, the stories that they tell, the people that edify that this works, that this person is every bit of the value that they, they say they are. And you know, in this day and age, people really need to think about when they're making an investment, it isn't about the price, it's about the value. And if they're getting... You know, a hundred thousand back or in a thirty thousand dollar investment, that's way better than paying twenty thousand and getting one thousand back. Mm. And people don't always look at it that way. And that's a very, very important facet. Like look at the social proof. So one is are you inspired by the person? And then secondly, can you Google them and see that they will deliver what you invest?
0: Yeah. And if you're wanting to really have a an impact on the world, one-to-one doesn't accomplish it. And that's why why I'm here on the podcast. That's why I've written the book. That's why I go speak on stages, is I can I can do about twenty calls a month, okay. week. I mean, and that's about it. I can't do much more than that and have any kind of a life. And so the numbers just don't work. I mean, I want to impact you know ten million small business owners and help them become shatterproof. So I've, you've got to do it this way, and the book is just is such an excellent way to do it. You've already mentioned a little bit, but I know that you're a man of faith, and we hear a lot—at least I do—especially in circles that we kind of run in about people saying that you know they they run a Christian business or a Christ centered business or what does that really mean and what does that look like for you?
1: Well, since uh the gift of me even having this vision to open up a publishing company was through prayer. And that God told me that the publishing aspect had really two points to it. One is the legacy piece, is that mm-hmm. the people that love you, they don't know who you are. You've never shared the true who you are because you share and the more unconditional you are, the more you share who you want to be for them, not who you are. Mm-hmm. And so my mom, as great as she was, I don't know her story. And she was a really wonderful woman. I don't know her story though. I don't know what she thought, I don't know what she went through. So the legacy piece was the first component of people that have something to say, I wanna help them say it to the people they love. And then the second part of it is the business, the acumen of their expertise, using it as the most powerful business card you can to create abundance in the world, not just for the author, but more importantly for the reader. If the reader is getting value from the author, Mm-hmm. It's back as God always gives to people that impact the world. So we have two exciting projects I want to just share, and I can do it all in one whole minute. We have a project by Dr. Brian Kent, and it's called Checkmate. And I want to invite you to talk to Brian because you will become fast friends. His okay. Checkmate: Fifty Two Strategies for Abundance and Efficiency in Business and Life. And you know, Scott, that that's right up your alley because Shatterproof is exactly about the the topic is, but also your agreements are. When your agreements are clean. My mentor, Barry Shore, here. Mm-hmm. He taught me that when your agreements are clear, concise, and compelling, meaning there's something there, there's value, mm-hmm. and you have a much better list. But my point is, when you drill down to those three points, you're going to do more business. And it's funny, but he has three C's: clear, concise, compelling. But mm-hmm. it equals the biggest C of all. You ready for that? Conversion. Ooh. <laughs> Conversion happens at the highest level when it's clear, concise, and compelling. So the other one, I don't have the picture for yet because we're still designing it. But I want to invite you to this because your, your show is focused on this, uh, this conversation, this topic, uh, we are doing a book with 52 entrepreneurs. And the premise is, is obvious, but I'm going to say it anyway, is that when you have God in your business, business will be for God. And so, you don't have to wonder if you're going to succeed. God will guide you through the pathway. When you serve, you win. It's that simple. Wow, that's powerful. The Godpreneur. Yeah, that's cool. I'd love to talk about that. That's Dr. Stafford Sutton will be my other person. So Dr. Brian Kent will be who I have you connect with for Checkmate. Yeah. And then uh, Dr. Stafford Sutton has the, and it's brand new. It's like, it's two weeks conversation. But when you bring up this topic here, I know this is God actually working right now and All saying Godpreneur is going to really be a, a very powerful book.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that. Well, Ken, I mean, you've been on this entrepreneurial journey for a little while. And you know that there's some ups and downs in it. And there's someone that's watching and listening to the show right now that is probably not doing real well. They feel discouraged.
1: It's a struggle for them. What words would you have for them? We have a big book that you've been invited into. I don't know if you've sent a chapter in, but we invited you for the template of Dose of Hope. And Dose of Hope stands for dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin, endorphins. And that's what goes off when you have hope in your heart. When you don't have hope. You actually are missing those very vital chemicals. And you unfortunately get something that's quite reverse. It's cortisol. And that cortisol ends up messing with you and causing you to feel like you can't make it. So I will send you the dose of hope so that you can share it with your audience. Okay. But to answer your question, it is a matter of hope is hold on, pain ends. When you have hope and you pray and you have faith, God is giving you lessons. And some of the lessons are how bad do you want it? Some of the lessons are, this isn't the way to do it. And some of the lessons are just, you're not ready yet. You're just not ready yet. And so it took me seven years to have my book and my publishing company yield a man give me a key smiling card that all of a sudden caused a new tipping point. And I realized that I was working for leaders, but then I wanted to start working for leaders that were in the Christian mindset, that even if they weren't Christians, they were spiritually aligned to actually serving. Yep. Yeah. That made all the difference for me, Scott, all the difference.
0: Yeah. So you work, if you're work. listening, hold on and be persistent and God will come through for you. Those are powerful words skin. Thank you. I really appreciate you coming on the show. And uh, can I interject one more thing? Yeah.
1: I just want to say that when you have a book, and this is uh, Brian Kent's book, when you have a book, think about men do not like to read books. 85% of the books that are read are by women. Think about doing your book in Audible. Because Audible, men like to digest books on Audible. Mm -hmm. Number two, make a pocket book, something that can fit in a vest that is the main principles of the book because then they start landing. Your book is the perfect example of, if I had that with me, I could take it out when I'm reading a review and I just do it because then you're not going to carry the big book around all the time. And the third thing is a deck of cards Making a deck cards with 52 principles and you're playing the cards and you're playing with people, you're giving the deck to people, their clients, you're starting to gamify and turn your message into a full suite package that causes your book to really be taken seriously. So that's my final words.
0: Yeah. You you can see why I like hanging out with Ken. I mean, he's just full of these kind of ideas that not only are good for you, but are good for everybody else. Ken, as we close, I want to thank you. May the road rise up to meet you. May the wind be always at your back. May the sunshine warm upon your face. And may the rainfall fall soft upon your field. And until we meet again, my friend, may God hold you in the palm of his hand. Thanks for joining us in The Shatterproof Entrepreneur. If you're listening and like this conversation, subscribe and like this show. And we'll see you next time on The Shatterproof Entrepreneur. God bless you. Thank you for tuning in to The Shatterproof Entrepreneur. I'm Scott Reeb, and it's been a pleasure bringing you insights and stories from the world of faith-driven entrepreneurship. Remember, you're not just building a business, you're crafting a legacy. Keep your faith strong and your business strategy smarter and join us next time for more empowering conversations until then stay shatterproof. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be taken as professional advice. While I'm your host, Scott Reeb, I'm a lawyer. I'm not your lawyer and this podcast does not establish an attorney client relationship. The views expressed by my guests are their own and not mine. And they may not even reflect the opinion of the shatterproof entrepreneur podcast, So we strive to provide valuable and accurate content, but we make no representations as to the accuracy, completeness, or suitability of any information to your particular situation and won't be liable for any errors or omissions for the application of them. Always consult a professional or in the respective area that we've discussed before making any personal or business decisions.